that time. All right. Uh, Tommy, you're here. What's up, man? All right. We'll see if he can hear me. Um, oh, here. Can you hear me? Okay. Hold on. We'll see. You might have to change the... Um, we're doing it live, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, that's how it goes. Uh, where is this spotlight thing? Can you hear me now, Tommy? I can now. Can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. What's up, man? Sorry about that. I, I never did get your number, and so I just I just sent it on Twitter. Uh, but you did get in here at the end. Now, he's only got a few minutes. So, all right, porn. What are your thoughts on porn? Hey, Tommy. <laughs> hey, what's going on, Jay? All is well, man. Good to see you again. I know. I'm not be back on the show yet. Again. Absolutely. I, I'm definitely going to have you back. I want you to come back. So we'll be contacting you real soon now. All right, perfect. You notice I got a bald head like you? I know you're <laughs> trying to rock it. I see you. It's a, hey, sometimes we got to let it go. <laughs> <laughs> we right. got to let it go. How come black people always late? What's wrong with the blacks? <laughs> look, look. I can't. I, I don't know why I thought it'd be eight o'clock, but yes, black folks are late. It don't matter what it is you tell them to come to. We're yeah. going to be late. It's just a part of who we are. Let me ask you something, Jesse. How do you feel about stereotypes? You and I deal in stereotypes a lot of time. People get upset. Why is that a problem, though? I don't think about it at all, so I feel nothing because I don't think about it. Well, I understand that. Now, they were because talking I about know that people who are doing that, they're either doing it to hurt you or they're doing it to try to make themselves feel better. But if people are doing it just for the fun of it, then I have no problem with having fun with it. But I right. understand because I understand the human heart now, I, I know how to deal with it. Yeah, but things don't you, bother me like that. I'm sorry? I said, yeah, things don't bother me like that. I think that if we as black people, I think we've become way too sensitive. Yeah. We just like our mama. Ooh. They're teaching us to be that way. And as men, we can't live like that. That's a dangerous man that lives off of his emotions and feelings. Have you noticed that black men are the epitome of their mothers? They get yep. angry real easily. They argue real easily. They're easily overreacting. Yep. And that is, they gossip. They do exactly what the woman does. And it's because they have the nature of their mothers and they can't help it. Yeah. And it's it's one of the things you remember I used to have a saying where I said every day I wake up in the morning, I brush my teeth, wash my face and try to stump the, the B. I, I don't want to say the, the B word out of me that every day because of the way I was raised, I have to do my best to not be what it is that I was taught to be. I have to fight against that nature. And a lot of us are not only given that nature, but not taught to fight against that nature, but taught to give into it. Well, you got to overcome it. It's not something that you can cause yourself to overcome. But as we were, Ethan and I were talking earlier, once you go and forgive your mother for recreating her image, God will forgive you and he would take the mother's nature away from you, which is evil. And he will give you his nature, which is the nature of the father. We can't make that happen. We can't do anything of ourselves to overcome. The, it's a nature. It's an evil nature that we have to overcome. And you do it by forgiving. Yeah, that's one of the hardest things to do, too, because, as you said, you were given the nature of your mom. And a lot of our mothers don't believe in admittance and forgiveness like they will hold grudges. I don't know if you knew the story about what happened with uh, Oprah and uh, Whoopi Goldberg. They didn't speak for 30 years after they did the um, the color purple. They didn't speak anymore when they asked, why didn't they speak? Neither one knew exactly why they didn't. They just held the grudge anyway. Yeah. The hardest thing 
the hardest thing in the world for a woman to do, including your mama, is to admit that she's wrong. And and I know so many adults, men and women, who have gone to their mothers and said, you know what, mother, I'm sorry for resenting you. You you recreated me, your image, you imposed your will on me. I realize now I become like you. You I can't help myself, so I realize you can help yourself. And instead of the mother saying, you know what, daughter or son, I was wrong. I'm sorry. I couldn't help it. She would go and build an army against you. She would tell the other family member, my son, my daughter said, I'm evil. They blame me. Instead of blaming their old daddy, they blame me. I did the best I could. And then the other family member would join forces with the mother. Like something happens to them. They will join forces with the mother and they are trying to go against you. And so what I tell people, when you go and forgive your mother, mother, I'm sorry for resenting you. If she admit it, fine. If she doesn't, fine. If she start crying, fine. If she doesn't, cry. If she fall out and die, oh, mama dead, get the insurance paper, live your life. Because if she doesn't need to apologize, you need to forgive so you can go free. It's not up to her. Most women are not going to admit that they're wrong. Thank you. It is a hard thing. Usually when women admit that they're wrong, there has to be a extenuating circumstances, meaning they don't want to jigsaw's traps. And that's the only way they can get out. Well, we have, you know, I do, we hold, at my organization, we hold women's forum on a Thursday night for ladies only. And then the first Thursday for men only. And Sunday morning for everybody, everyone, women and children, men, women and children. And I have to honestly tell you, and I counsel with women around the world, when they hear the message of forgiving their mother because they didn't know they had to forgive mother. They thought mother was the victim. They didn't know she was the victimizer. So they go and they forgive their mothers and they wake up and they now understand the spiritual matter and they start to change. They they overcome it and they, they become honest about what's happening. I've seen amazing things happen with the women as I have with the men when they realize they need to forgive their mothers because most of them didn't know it was the mother. They thought it was the father. Yeah. And, and it was funny is we don't even pay attention to how a lot of in the black community, the girls are acting that way because of their mothers. Yes. Many of them had uh, an acrimonious at best relationship with their mothers. Think about it. The boys at least get to stay till they're 21 in the house. Girls usually getting kicked out by the time she's 14. Girls were called when, when I was young. I remember women telling little black girls, sit your fast ass down, your nappy head, this, and they were talked to like dogs. So if yeah. you notice now the biggest thing that black women say when they get grown, it's not that they've gotten wisdom. It's not anything else. They just say, I'm grown. Yeah. And because they were told by their mothers, you can do whatever you want and you're never wrong yeah. when you're grown. And I always tell people, I'm, I'm going to hit you with this one, uh, Jess, and you tell me if you understand this. How do you spell grown? G, I'm black. G-R-O-W-N. How do you spell wrong? W-R-O-N-G. What the? You notice what they got in them? The exact same letters. So yeah. I tell every woman that tell me I'm grown, and I said, just because you grown don't mean you can't be wrong because they're the exact same letters. You can be very grown and very wrong. That's right. One other thing, and then we got to give Ethan his show back. I just letting oh. you guys talk because we didn't, he, you know, we didn't have much interaction. So I just, I just letting you guys go. Uh, but yeah, go ahead. Another thing, I'm, I'm, I hear every day and see every day now. And I was thinking of this over the weekend. I talked about it in our Sunday fellowship. 
one of the most evil thing that mothers are doing to their sons now when the son turned 18 until instead of preparing the son to leave home at 18 go out and grow up and deal with the world they tell their sons why don't you stay here with mama yep. and save money save money so you can move and they end up being stuck under the dress tail of mama or they be 40 50 and 60 because the mama has sucked all the life out of them for her own personal emotional self and she'll destroying the sons by making them or encouraging them to stay home until they're yep. 30, 40, and 50. That is so evil. I just never seen anything like that. My parents <laughs> prepared me as a kid. At 18, you're out of here. And I'm like, where I'm going? I'm like, they're like, I don't know. I don't care. But at 18, you're out of here. We learn how to work. Learn how to take care of yourself. And when I turned 18, I left. But now the mothers are keeping them at home and destroying them by keeping them with her. Yep. And here's what's funny. Uh, when you talk about that dynamic, it, the Bible tells you what a man's supposed to do. He's supposed to leave his parents and go find a wife and cleave to that wife. But if you look at what black men are doing, they will argue with women who they are in relationships with on the side of their mother. One yeah. of the ways their mother can cause more strife in their relationship than anyone else. They're, they they will get into a fight with a, with anybody who yeah. says your mama. Yeah, their, their mothers have become their girlfriends and their wives. I can't tell you the number of uh, uh, men who they move to West. Once they get married, they move to West Hell to get away from mama. Because mama <laughs> will say, I don't like West Hell. I would never live in West Hell, right? And so the son tried to get away from mama and he moved to West Hell. And all of a sudden, now mama loves West Hell. I want to come to West Hell to visit. I want to see the grandchildren. I want to live with you. And mama move in into West Hill and destroy the whole family because she is jealous of the man and his wife. She want her own son for her boyfriend or her husband or both. It's, it's the same spirit, man. And black men are in yep. love with their mother. They're married to their mother. Their mothers are their girlfriends and wife and not their true wives. Yeah. And uh, it's how we deal with our children. It's how we deal with with just everybody in society. And I keep trying to tell people I'm not trying to be mean when I tell you what the fact is. But if you can look at it and doctors will tell you all across the country, there's one group of people who they have the hardest time telling them what they can do to get better and what's wrong. They are afraid of black women. They're yeah. afraid of telling black women that they're overweight. Yeah. They are afraid of telling black women that they need to stop doing X, Y, Z because they will get pushback from the, the medical professional who's telling them that. So what right. that tells you is that you have a group of people who are not only living in fantasy land, but are raising their children to look at them as straight up dictators. Yeah. I mean, like Mao, like when Mao died and all the people cried and wept that he was dead when he was destroying their lives. That's what you see it a lot at black female funerals. If you notice black males, if they don't have somebody around them, they end up dying early or homeless and no one cares. But yeah. mama, mama to the day she died, going to have somebody taking care of her and she going to be talking crap to him while she living in the house. <laughs> she going to be telling you how dirty it is. She going to be telling you why y'all do this until the day she died. She's evil. That's why yeah. they need the father to stand between the mother and the children so that the mother will not corrupt the children. And, and last thing, and then I got to run. Sure. Uh, I've noticed that white men and women are afraid of black women now 
And now the white women are starting to get those big yoga butts, like black women. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like what is going on? White women used to have nice little handful of butt, right? And, well, and black girls didn't used to be shaped like that, though. You remember? No, in, in that, black that's girls right. Didn't be like that. My my son, mother, when I met her, she was fine like a white woman. She had nice little body, nice little butt. She didn't have no big birth of butt. And she wasn't fat, and she wasn't all that was the good old days, though. But now yeah, they're they're fine like a white woman, they were fine, just like fine. Period. <laughs> a fine woman is a fine woman, chick, fine like no white woman. She's just a fine woman. And I've you know, seen white women, white men used to love those white women, those little small butts. And the black see, women, and all that, you got to have something in the backyard. <laughs> I don't want to walk out the back door and fall off a cliff, but it ain't about the butt, it's about the other thing. But, like but I like breasts. I'm a I'm a fan of big breasts. I'm not oh, a fan. Yeah. Of I don't like big ones, but nice little. <laughs> no, no. See now, how now? How is it you don't like porn? Then, but what did you tell these people you didn't like porn? No, what I said was it's about the thrill of porn. It's porn is another thing that it's just like any drug when you're That's lost, true. when you're lost and been turned away from the father, you're looking for thrills, something to make you feel better. So it's like when you do uh, cocaine or anything, you get that quick high and they feel like all is well, but then that high wears off and now you need another high. And so you get more and more cocaine trying to get that high back and you never get it again. So now you are quote unquote addicted to it because you've been trying to get that same thrill. And that's what, it's not like pornography is wrong. It's not like pornography is wrong itself but the, your motivation for using it is wrong. You're using it. You to use it but what if you don't use it, but you make it? You make it? That's even worse. It's Ooh. still a drill. I'm not going to let you talk about me like this. Not <laughs> so listen, I got to gotta, gotta go. Ethan. Yes. Again, I'm sorry I came late. No, we'll do it again. Okay. That's okay. We'll do it again. Well, let's try to set up something else and, and do it again. And maybe we can talk. That's a nice cliffhanger there uh, at the end uh, uh, with the porn uh, reference there. And I I did hear that you'd actually done some porn. I didn't know if that was true, but that's Ooh. what my. Yeah, Who yes. Not Jesse. You. No, no, no. Not Jesse. Um, yes, Jesse. You wrong. No, no. Not Jesse. I'd heard that Tommy had done some. Oh, oh. I never heard that. See, thank you, Jesse. Okay. These are rumors. I don't I'm know. Fine. Like I said, I don't know. I'm not <laughs> saying that. Just... <laughs> I'm not gonna let you besmirch my name. <laughs> That's right. I gotta run. Thank guys. you, Jesse. Thanks, Ethan, for thank having you, me on. I appreciate and Tom, it. And my producer will be contacting you. We we'll get you on the Father's Shake. Please, please, please. All right. Very cool. Thank you, Ethan, for having thank me you, on. Man. And the people can go to rebuildingdemand.com. Rebuildingtheman.com or jessaleepeterson.com. jessaleepeterson.com. Very cool. Thank you. Jesse Lee Peterson here live on the kill stream. All right, guys. See you. Thank you. Oh, you. Now, Tommy, you're still here for a minute. I won't, you know, we can just yeah, read books. for a minute. Yeah, if you can stay I, for a few I, minutes. I really want to apologize. I was no, sitting up, was ready for eight o'clock tonight. I don't know why I said eight. It's fine, you know. Water show and I miss his show because I thought he told me the day uh, the, the day after I'm I'm just I'm not a good person. Yeah, I do the same thing honestly, and I checked in with you yesterday, but I should have like 
check the time and all that. And we were going to change numbers, and then I just didn't hear back from you. I was like, oh, well, I'll just catch them in DMs. And I that was have sworn I, I didn't give you my number for real. No, it was your idea. You're like, let's change numbers. And then I, I sent you my number, and I didn't hear back. It's my fault. I'm the host. I should be. That's 10 button. Yeah, yeah, it's your fault. You believe yeah. a black guy was <laughs> on time. You believe that. That was your fault right there. It was my fault. I'm from Memphis. I should have known better. But, uh, you know, I, it, it was it was fine. Uh, Jesse ended up being a little late, too. And we did get you guys there at the end. That's why I wasn't talking, though, because I just let you guys uh, get some time in there, too.